I'm Josh Nichols, and you're listening to the Mental Golf Podcast. On this episode of the Mental Golf Podcast, we talk about Tiger Woods' win at the 2019 Masters. Yes, I'm way behind the curve on this one. There have been a plethora of podcasts about Tiger Woods' win at the Masters this year, but the principles that you can learn from this win that Tiger had are timeless. Do not miss what you can grab and glean from this tournament. For more information, head to www.joshnicholsgolf.com. All right, hope you enjoy. Spoiler alert, Tiger Woods won the 2019 Masters. If you don't know that by now, then you probably don't care about this podcast or any other podcast or anything I've ever written in the first place. There's always a lot to learn by watching the best players in the world rise to the occasion of the most important events of the year. But one really important thing I saw while watching Tiger, not just in the final round, but in all four rounds of the tournament, was his obvious composure. He said in his winning interview in Butler Cabin how he was so close in the British Open and PGA Championship late last year, but he wasn't able to get it done. I think we all remember those two tournaments, how Tiger was making charges and runs and getting the crowd fired up and hitting great shots, but in both he just made some bad swings and just didn't come through in the clutch like he used to. Um and he alluded to that in his winning interview uh, for the Masters. But he said he learned from his experiences in those events and applied them to his run at the Masters. Now, he didn't explicitly state what lessons those were that he was able to glean from those close calls, but if you were watching close enough during those two majors last year, Tiger got very, very excited during each one. His highs were really high and his lows were really low. He clearly wanted those majors extremely bad. It had been so long since he was in serious contention and it showed. But this time was different. He wanted to win just as bad, maybe even more, but Tiger was laser focused. He remained the same whether he hit a poor shot or he made a vital putt. Yes, there were those moments when he showed bursts of emotions but he so quickly regained his composure and moved on. There were several times when you could hear him take deep, calming breaths or see him close his eyes for extended periods of time. If you could open up his brain and see what was going on, you'd probably see that he was thinking something like, I can celebrate when I'm done, but for now, I have a job to do. This is all obvious stuff you've heard a million times from sports psychologists. Stay in the moment, focus on the process, let the results come to you. But Tiger was intentional about it. He took what he learned and applied it. This doesn't have to be unique to Tiger. Tiger went through something and learned from it. You can learn from your past. Tiger practiced his mental game. You can practice your mental game. This principle is key to improving, learning from mistakes and growing. You're not fixed where you are. Yes, Tiger is perhaps the greatest player of all time, uh, has has been the best player of all time, um, and 
you know, that's an argument for a different time. But even Tiger can learn from mistakes. If, and on that note, if Tiger can learn from his mistakes, how much more we can learn from our mistakes? I think um, we all make more mistakes than Tiger Woods has. He has, his mistakes have been very public. They've been on a public stage. Um, We all see every single detail of every mistake he's ever made. So it seems like, oh, Tiger has this huge list of, of downfalls and failures and things that he can learn from. But the reality of it is we all have those mistakes. Every single round is full of mistakes. Every shot even has mistakes. No, nothing we do as humans, uh, as golfers, is perfect. So there is always learning moments. There is always room to grow. So learning from your mistakes is probably the biggest factor in improving, in not repeating history. In order to move forward and play well the next time you show up, you have to analyze what you did wrong the most recent time you played and kind of chew on it for a while, see what went right, uh, what you could duplicate, um, analyze how how you thought in this situation or this situation when you had a difficult pen um, surrounded by bunkers and water, how did you think? How did your heart start pumping? Um, did you take dead aim? Um, and then when it was a wide open fairway, were you, did you kind of fall asleep and just kind of wail on it? Or did you still pick a specific target? Um, anytime in any of these situations, we are capable of messing up and making mistakes. So it's, it's vitally important that you analyze your own uh, performance uh, in all circumstances. So this is done through taking stats. This is done through um, analyzing whether or not you uh, won, won the shot, uh, whether you went through the process of your routine like you always do or if you were thrown off by the pressure um, and so there's, there's multiple ways to analyze, uh, every shot and, um, the better you can get at learning from your mistakes, the better you will be at not repeating history and moving forward with, with higher quality and improvement. So take it from Tiger, take it. Uh, from my word, that learning from your mistakes and growing is vitally necessary. If Tiger can do it, you can do it. If Tiger recognizes its importance, then you should recognize its importance. Every player can grow. Every player has room for improvement. It's just a matter of who puts in the most attention to detail and who cares the most, and who puts in the most time. I believe in you. You can do it. You can analyze your past and learn from your mistakes. Now get out there and do it.
Thanks for listening to the Mental Golf Podcast. For more information, head over to www.joshnicholsgolf.com. Next time on the Mental Golf Podcast, we talk about the importance of the mental game. I can preach the different ways working on your mental game can help you shoot lower scores or enjoy the game more, but if you walk away from reading about the mental game and listening to what I say and still put most of your focus on your swing and other physical game aspects, then I haven't done a good enough job emphasizing the importance of the mental game. Stay tuned. That's coming up soon. Catch you next time.